previously on Fistful of Destiny. Uh, it's like one of the first uh, Astromech models, uh, 3CIO. This is a very old model. It's probably a few thousand years old. Thing hasn't turned on in a long time. We all have our adventurous side, and I can give you a little spark of adventure for that little spark of history. Just a quick swappity swap swap. I've got a stash. 1,500 credits. <laughs> well, that's something I can do. Describe your lightsaber. You can make it do whatever you want. All right. I, I'm going to go with a whip lightsaber, then. Disconjointed thing that... You, segmented pieces. Yeah, that I can, like, flicker on and off. Long ago in the Galjani clan, there was a great master of the Force, trained as a warrior, strong in the Force. He soon rose to become Galmontet, the first leader to unite the clans. But Galmontet did not have reverence for balance and would bend the power of the Force to his will. This was enough for the Jedi to take notice. A secret council was convened, and seven Jedi Knights were sent to stop Kelmontet. But he had seen their arrival and ambushed them. The Jedi moved in full force to attack, but when they got there, all the warriors were dead, slain by their own swords in the halls of their strongholds. Even Gelmontet's body was found with its throat slashed, blade in hand. And you see a figure looking at you, Cannon. The figure, its head is kind of half cocked. It's kind of breathed in shadow where you look at it and you can see behind it and through it as the shadow kind of swirls around it. And in the light, it's very hard to see. But you can see the eyes and they're kind of burning into you. And you hear the buzzing sound of the two sabers ignite as the shadowy figure dashes towards you. All right, everyone, give me your destiny rolls. Sure. That works. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, geez, Two dude. dark side. Oh, come on. Oh, geez. Yes. Two dark side points. I rolled oh, two yes. dark side points. It's all up to you, Chase. Come on, Cannon. Yeah, I'm I'm working on it. Give us some. I'm working on it, dude. Give us some light side points. If you get two dark side points, we're just, we're calling it for the day. <laughs> yeah, my, uh, my system crashed. <laughs> Uh, di- I'm disconnecting. Oh, oh no. Oh, we'll have to start over. <laughs> uh, we'll have to reset. Yes. This is the summer of time. <laughs> All right. So we have a destiny pool of eight dark side points. This is the strongest I will ever um, get as a GM. This seven. is my final form. It's only seven. Oh, seven? So, you know, okay. come on. One shy of final <laughs> and form. And the strongest like you will ever be at math. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to use three of those to kill Cannon right now. <laughs> <laughs> when last we met, the group of you were trying to complete the ritual that Erebos was here to do. The cleansing of the temple to protect the known galaxy. And it didn't all go out as planned. There were several bounty hunters that were hot on your tail um, that were not super happy that you captured the well-liked and well-loved Velkin Camor. And so they assaulted you at the most inopportune time while you were right at the beginning of the, the solar burst that would wipe out your technology. And the last thing that we remember is Cannon was standing face to face with the shadowy silhouetted character um, with the violet eyes staring at you, burning into your skull. (laughs) You see this creature 
and it starts to rush towards you. And as it does, you feel a hand on your shoulder through your armor. You don't feel it on the top of your armor. You actually feel it on your shoulder. And it gives you just immense calm when that happens. And as it does, and this calm washes over to you, you look over and the cliffs in front of you and the large door just melt away to reveal thousands of humanoid creatures all in the, uh, a pose on their knees. Um, and they're, they're set up in rows, uh, kind of like a ranks of an army. Thousands and thousands of them, as far as you can see. And then there are 13 of them, and they are stood up with the the main one in the front, that shadow creature you were seeing, and then 12 others behind them. And those 12 others uh, rush forward at the same time. And uh, you see the the thing that put its, its hand on your shoulder step forward, and it has a saber, and it's this glowy silhouette. Um, and you instantly recognize it as a Jedi. And it walks forward, and it takes its saber up, and it meets the other saber of uh, Galmontet. Um, and they, they arc and it just stops them and the rest of them rush forward and the other six Jedi emerge from the statues and walk forward and both, they all bring their, their sabers up and block the other, uh, 12. Boom. Uh, you turn around and you see this, like this happening. You turn around, you see the, the rest of the group, um, behind you. Cannon is the one seeing this. Yeah. Cannon is the one seeing this. Okay. Uh, The rest of the crew kind of gathers up and moves towards the circle. And as they do, the other ghosts kind of put their hands out and and reach out. And the the scene that Cannon sees uh, is illuminated to the rest of them. Erebos, you see uh, the the Jedi that's in front that is blocking uh, Galmontet. But Galmontet has two swords. And you know that only a saber can block these these creatures and kind of stem their tide. And to fight Galmontet would be suicide. You would die. But you can stand there as a uni- united defense um, against them being released. Do you move forward to, to use your saber to kind of like stop them? Do you toss yeah. it to cannon? <laughs> no no I, i'll keep it to myself yeah i'm gonna step forward and kind of secure like a more legit position behind like uh the the conflict that's currently going on between gal Montet and this other silhouette <laughs> jedi did i the ghost very very slim skinny silhouette glowy silhouette jedi silhouette Galmontet uh, swings his second saber around and strikes it towards the Jedi and you bring up your saber and you block it to the side and you just hold it there preventing it from going any further uh, and you're just kind of locked and your eyes are locked on on him uh, and the immense calm just kind of gives you calm from the Jedi that's standing there and the the moment just elongates and continues as you're just locked there kind of staring at each other he's not making another move he's just watching then you hear a sound behind you as you hear the heavy repeating blaster starting to spin up and you turn cannon you turn first and you look and you see uh velkin camor standing there holding the repeating blaster and he's squinting his eyes and you can tell he has newly been um from carbonite and he can't see super well he hasn't been in long but he has he can't see super well and so he's kind of squinting holding the the repeating blaster and kind of moving it back and forth 
Um, but you see he's about to unload. Did somebody forget to lock the ship? (laughs) Ah, jeez. How did you get out? Uh, How far away is he? You yell, uh, he's extreme range. Uh, he's at the, the complete oh. opposite side of the, uh, um, or it's long, long. He's on the complete opposite side over by the door where they were setting up the repeating blaster. And you're on the complete other side of the, uh, the bridge where the door is and the, the statues are. I, wow. There's a lot going on. The statues are set up in kind of a, a star. Um, there is one that's on the very center of the path. And then there's uh, three on the left, three on the right. And between the two statues on the left and the right uh, is the path that goes uh, towards the center. And uh, uh, extending from all of the different points of the star are the different uh, Jedi that are blocking the others that are trying to come out. Dope. Um, How'd you get out? Let's talk this through. Let's talk this through. It is long range and you're like shouting out and the E-Web is already spinning up. And then oh it, boy. Just, it goes off and you guys duck and jump to the side as the, the hail of blaster fire comes shooting out. Um, the center, the center statue uh, takes the brunt of it as as he's squinting, doesn't see very well. And he's just kind of spinning it around wildly and hitting things. But with an E-Web, that's enough. The center statue just takes four four uh, shots and just ex- like explodes into dust and pieces and chunks that start falling into the lava, uh, and then it spins over to the left and it hits one of the the statue's bases and it and gives another four shots like straight in the base and then it kind of spins out of control a little bit and then he stops firing it and he starts kind of like trying to move it back towards uh, the center. And there are a, a few more of his companions there um, that have repelled down from the top and they're starting to charge forward. As soon as the statue gets hit and, and the chunks go everywhere, the Jedi that was standing right next to Erebos just starts getting more and more translucent, backs up and just fades away. And now you are the only one there holding your saber um, against Galmon Tet. Uh, and he looks at you and he says... Well, it looks like he had to go next. Uh, and you're 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 sitting there just kind of holding your saber. Uh, and he takes the second one and he puts it to the side and he pushes them both on you. And you start feeling the power and the raw pressure of um, of the two sabers as it pushes on yours. Uh, what do the rest of you guys do? Erebos is a little bit occupied. I so whatever weapons I have not reassembled yet, I do that. Okay, cool. Yeah, you drop down, you start reassembling. Go ahead and make a mechanics check. I feel like we're going to need those, maybe. Uh, average difficulty. That's two successes, oh. three advantage, and a triumph. So uh, what what uh, <laughs> weapons were you reassembling? God. Um, mine, uh, oh, I think it was just mine and grits that we still had uh, disassembled. Did, did, you, what? did you do both I of have, my guns? Uh, I would have, Yes. And so I have my blaster pistol, grits wrench, Erebos's uh, pistol. Variable holdout blaster. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah. Then my carbine and rifle. Yeah. And my axe. <laughs> <laughs> Never not funny. <laughs> yeah. In sure. your rush to put things together, you look down and you start throwing things together as quickly as you possibly can. And when you're done, like you're you're in this like this zone 
And when you're done, you look down and all of the singular weapons are gone. And there's just this one wrench with blasters coming out of the side. Of <laughs> and you're like, whoops. Oh, well. And you just toss it over to grit. Okay, sure. <laughs> Guess all these extra parts. Um, grit, you look grit, at it. Grit, that's up to you, bud. And you just start spinning the wrench. And as oh, you spin the wrench, every time it comes around, uh, it shoots another another <laughs> bolt. Um, what a fantastic <laughs> imagination. <laughs> um, and just a, a rapid fire of, of blaster bolts start shooting off uh, as you start spinning it. And... Um, <laughs> You aim at who do you aim at the the group that's charging or oh, uh, or Velkin? Uh, the group that's charging is closer, right? Uh, yeah, they're like medium. Uh, correct. Yeah, I do them. Okay, uh, go ahead and make a heavy range check. Oh, that's not gonna be good. No, the group that's charging—that's the like bounty hunter. Yeah, the bounty hunters. Okay, yeah, with the eweb. Can I aim inconsequentially? Yeah. Aim. How do you how do you aim this? Uh you time it. It's all about timing. Yeah. Because okay, it's yeah, like it's like sense. using a sling that keeps firing. <laughs> totally. Oh yeah. Good thing it's my inner sling. clock is like uh, George Michaels. Nailed it. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it, that's oh. such a natural motion oh. for a giant wrench too. Uh I fail with one threat. There is a flurry of gunfire. But you don't hit anything, but there is a flurry of gunfire and everything that you shot at, everyone is kind of like, oh, and they turn and they start uh, like running back the other way and they go to Velkin and they like pat on his side and they're like, uh, let's get out of here. Uh, and they Wild turn card, as you're running towards them. Um, <laughs> I would very much like some fan art of this, please. <laughs> Anybody. <laughs> Uh, and they run into the cave behind them, including Velkin. Uh, yes, yeah. He turns and he's like he's squinting and he can't see very well. And they like point at him and he kind of like puts his hands out and starts just like moving into the cave. And he thinks like, he's chasing us, like Han after coming out. <laughs> yep, of the carbonite. Yeah, okay. Yep. <laughs> are they going into the cave of fears like we just came out of? Yes, they are. <laughs> Ooh. Um, they're going to be better people when they come out. Oh, can we barricade the entrance? Is there anything to barricade it? <laughs> I mean, we got to get out at some. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. So, but um, back to the the threat at hand. Galmontet is looking at you, and he looks over to the right, and he sees the statue that is not that's not holding up very well. And with one saber connected to yours, he throws the other saber out towards the statue. And it hits the base and just uh, does the last finishing touches to it and knocks it away. And then the statue just falls down into the lava. And the Jedi that was there on the far left side turns more and more translucent and fades away, uh, just like the first one did. And the two adepts that were there locked with his saber kind of look up towards the stars. And uh, they're just kind of surrounded in this dark light. And then they're just gone. And Galmontet uh, looks at you and he kind of smiles and then he steps back and, and he catches the saber in the other hand and the rest of them also step back 
And then he looks up and you can see that the light starting to change again. And then there's another blast. And that scene with scene past the wall and everything is just gone. And now you're just standing on the platform and there was another burst and all of the electronics and stuff you've had are fried again. Ah. <laughs> what have I done? <laughs> well, Kira, fix it. Does an energy slingshot still work as a regular slingshot? And are there pebbles around? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, yeah, that's fair. So I drop to one knee and hold the wrench out like in front of Kira. Like, please fix. <laughs> please fix it. I think Erebos looks to the stars where the uh, the two adepts disappeared to and uh, kind of looks a little remorseful, I suppose. A, a chill kind of goes down your spine as you yeah. think about what just happened and you know you need to contact your mentor. So the, the danger is gone, right? As far as we can tell. Uh, yeah, the immediate danger is gone. Well, Erebos, that was <clears throat> quite the experience. How you doing, bud? Well, two escaped, but it could have been worse. What's next? I need to report back to my master. Erebos, I'm right here. What do you need? (laughs) (laughs) Stupid. (laughs) Captain is a master of sorts. (laughs) (laughs) Just a little joke, Erebos. Where are we headed to next? Well, you know what? I don't like that someone was on our ship. I'd like to get back there. How did he get out? I do not Didn't know, but I would frozen? like to find out. Where's Test Pseudo? Wasn't he in the middle of a of a carbonite sandwich? <laughs> yep. He was. Someone let him out, which means someone was on our ship. We should get... We should get... get uh-huh. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> we, should, we, we should get... So, yep. That's... <laughs> Uh, I waddle away <laughs> towards the ship. Erebos, are, are we done here? Yes, we're done here. So the group of you turn uh, and you go back to where the E-Web is set up and you see quite a few grappling hooks still going up uh, the, the cliff wall. Dibs. Um, you Dibs. might they're, they're mechanical enough. Uh, you check them and the power cells uh, are a little bit fried. It's, it looks like they're all corroded inside, but you search around real quick and you find some others that'd be suitable that weren't hooked up and kind of hook them up and you think you'd be able to, to work those. Grit, uh, pick me up. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Can make I? the heaviest one heavier. <laughs> um, the math so, seems to check out. <laughs> Can I take the E-Web? Uh, if you could get it out of here, yeah. Uh, how heavy is it? Very heavy. Can you? I'm sorry. I have an image in my head of what this looks like, and it's basically like a big pipe on a like a, on a tripod. Uh, so so it's like the the big heavy repeating gun that they were setting up in Hoth in, uh, to shoot at the Millennium Falcon, like those the the uh, snowtroopers were setting up, or in the Mandalorian. It's basically uh, a machine gun. Uh, like you'd see on a machine gun nest and it's got a heavy tripod and then it hooks up to a portable generator that connects to it. It takes two people to like carry it and the people that brought it down had jetpacks and were carrying it. I, I hope uh, they leave their jetpacks. Uh, their jetpacks are all fried because of. The, oh, uh, right, 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 right. I help right. cannon carry it over to one of the grapples and we tie it up to the grapple. Uh, one grapple would not be enough. You'd have to use two. Uh, 
we flip a destiny point to have enough grapples to take it <laughs> I with don't us. I don't know if we have any destiny points to flip there. Oh, hey, we look at that. We one. sure do. <laughs> we got one. I forgot I used a destiny point to make the statue go. Away. Oh, is that when the statue exploded? Yeah. So, so, so you flip, uh, you flip destiny point. Um, you're able to rig up, uh, like a, a little sled with grapples. <laughs> nice. And as you're doing this, though, it takes a little bit of time. As you're doing this, you hear <laughs> oh, <laughs> from inside of the cave. Um, and of uh, the echoing sounds of screams, um, and you just look over at Erebus. And you're like, oh, let's get out of here. <laughs> you hook it up on kind of the the makeshift sling, and you uh, raise it up into the air. Uh, and the rest of you kind of climb up on on uh, feet on the wall and climb up the side of the cliff while reeling in the grapple. Also, As it's going up, I kind of point at it and I say, "Erebus, are you making that happen?" <laughs> <laughs> I, I have a very concentrated look on my face and I have my hand outstretched. <laughs> very impressive, Erebus. But uh, I was going to mention, uh, so how fried are our weapons? Like, can we get them fixed? They'll have to get new power cells. Okay. So not not like super fried. You just need, I think power cells are like 25 credits uh, a piece. I was just wondering if we could Oof. fix them before we maybe go onto our ship. That may or may not be... Board it. Uh, no. I mean, yeah. you guys brought extra power cells and removed them from your weapons to prevent this from happening. Right. But, but then, then I put them back all in. those. <laughs> yeah. Unless anybody has extra reloads or, or like energy cells on them, then you can. Not that nope. I know. No. Well, no. we okay. still got a big old wrench, right? <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's we good do. for smacking. <laughs> um, yes, we have a big old wrench. wrench is good for smacking. Your ships uh, had, as long as they weren't under like heavy load, your ships had uh, deflect on them and so they were mostly shielded from that there might be some strain that they got but everything on the ship should still be fine so you should be able to find a couple couple power cells and stuff to kind of except for the yeah. carbonate I, I had powered everything down and de- uh, turned up the deflectors so it should be good yeah um yep. cool Kira's trying to get back to the ship ASAP. So you guys get up to the top and you 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 guys like move quickly over the surface as quick as you can because you're carrying the E-Web and it takes two of you. So probably, I don't know, grit and cannon. You guys are. Yeah, I think we probably got it pretty well. We're a couple of big, strong boys. It's like carrying a heavy dresser (laughs) across the surface (laughs) of a planet, like an uneven planet. So the group of you eventually make it back to the the ship. And when you do, like you see it kind of in the distance and you notice there are several ships kind of parked around it. There's about two others. And they're sitting around it. You uh you look, you don't your your binocs don't work and you try to to see um as best as you can, but you don't see a ton of movement. Do my eagle eyes work? No, those have also been fried. Any any electronic thing has been fried. I was making a legless joke. Oh. <laughs> okay. Um, is our ship uh, like visibly open? Like somebody has. You see the ramp down. The yeah. ramp down and you also and... see the ramp down on the others. Yeah, dope. Cool, cool, cool. Um, can we tell what. Doesn't matter. Uh, I pull out my knife okay. and I, I say to the boys, so uh, what's the plan? Uh, search and destroy. I, I like it. First, I let's like secure it. our ship and then maybe we get two bonus ships. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's one. You know, take. we could try something we've never done before: diplomacy. What's I that? Prefer, <laughs> prefer diplomacy with a what, aggressive negotiations. So, how's about they? They don't know that none of our power cells work, 
if we act as I though just, we have replaced them all and we set up this okay. this e-web have you seen uh, grits club it's pretty <laughs> it's pretty menacing it's, it's quite menacing well as long as we're pretending so we set up this e-web uh, pointed at them that way if we do need to exit the ship you know if worse comes to worse we can act like we have a backup i like it uh Erebos's saber is not working correct. either correct <clears throat> Okay. Um, yeah. So, so we send down grit to negotiate <laughs> uh, with a little bit of uh, fake backup. Yeah, I I don't know if we should send grit alone. Perhaps, oh, sure. I'm just saying because he's the I one with the weapon. A couple of beefy yeah, boys. Agreed. Erebos, can you watch over Kira? Yeah. It's time we get to know each other. Do you, Erebos, do you want to come with us? <laughs> oh. Come with us. Kira can watch this. How intimidating is an Ewok on a <laughs> Can I reach it? it uh, I mean, it's got a, uh, the tripod and stuff, but you didn't take, the, like, unless you wanted to take the tripod with it. Um, I have to imagine the tripod would be the, the least heavy part of the whole thing. It's a pretty sturdy tripod. But yeah, you, you if, if you want to take it with it, yeah, you could, you you could hold destiny it. destiny point. <laughs> he used a destiny point to get past an obstacle. Yeah, I assumed he took the whole thing. Yeah. Um, so, like, um, if you if you set it up and like mount it and stuff, uh, you could still kind of move it around. It's on a really nice, smooth gimbal. So, Cannon uh, sets it up for Kira. It's <laughs> probably too heavy. Oh boy! And, and places. I clap my hands together and rub them together. Takes a rock <laughs> and places it under under Kira by the the front, so Kira can stand on it and reach the handles. <laughs> yeah. I'm assuming you did not take the fried generator. I'm going to I'm going no, to say not. you did not yeah, take the fried no. generator. So there is nothing connecting this. So it's kind of a hollow bluff if somebody like it's good for the oh, initial absolutely. shock. But then after that, they'd be like, hey, that's not hooked up to anything. Um, Aren't we like up on a cliff or something? It's hidden. You could yeah, hide we're, it. Yeah, we're like that's, that's on a cool. rock, you know, yeah, behind a rock. Yeah, you could hide it behind a, a yeah. large generator sized rock. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's basically a machine gun. Actually, it's, actually, it's also generator shaped. Actually, if oh, I'm yeah. hanging out with the uh, Kira, I'm gonna you paint it to look like a generator, and no, then plug it. I, in. I can force Wait, manipulate that rock to look you like could. a generator. You oh, could yes, do it. Beautiful. So the group of you, uh, the the three of you, approach the ships, and what do you do? What do you say? Wait, Erebus is coming. Yes. Yep. Oh, well, then in that case, Erebos, can you force manipulate me to look intimidating? <laughs> also, there's limits to the force. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. Got him, dude. <laughs> Hold on. I'm sending a Wikipedia page to burn centers in the telegram. <laughs> good joke. Uh, okay. Good luck, boys. Uh, I'm scared. Come, come, come. You want to come with us, though, so I can watch your back. I thought the idea was that somebody was going to be here at the blasters, you know, say, bluffing that we could use this. Yeah. It's just lonely. I think we have to do this without you, Kira. You spend a long time prepping for this, talking about what you're going to do. Yeah. And then the group of you walk towards the ship and you say, what do you say when you you get there? Like, come out or what? I don't. I think I just walk in. I don't Silent. think he. Yeah, Sneaky. I don't think we announce ourselves. So, Cannon, you just walk in your ship or the other ship? I think we had. St- we we do our I, ship first. I right? think we would head into our ship yeah. first. Yeah. Uh, you walk into your ship and you see. Uh, we stealth I, I, into our own ship. 
<laughs> as you get close to the ship, um, Grit is not about stealth. He, he just <laughs> kind of crouch. runs up and he looks down and he sees like there's a load lifter and it's got two carbonite slabs on it. <laughs> oh. And one's kind of skewed to the side and they're just kind of sitting there. And then you look and you walk up into your ship and everything looks normal in the ship. Uh, you run to the front because you powered it down. Everything seems fine. Um, the other two ships, though, you go over and you kind of check them out. You, you walk wait, 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 mm-hmm. in our ship. Do we have uh, extra power cells that? Yes. Uh, can okay. Yeah, I I fix my weapons. I put new. You power have cells to disassemble in. them and reassemble them. We should have brought oh. Kira. <laughs> yep. Dude, it's almost like oh. Grit had a good idea. God, no. never split the party. never split the party. We were doing so smart with a plan. Ugh. Kira's up there just smoking a cigarette, <laughs> waiting. <laughs> <laughs> Taking pot shots at all right. Well, can. let's at least grab the com- grab the power after, cells after they enter the ship and they're in their comms are fried. Few- That's right. Um, <clears throat> so I use my stone of far speed. <laughs> <laughs> um, so your uh, yeah, your comms are fried. You go, you look in, you're like, oh, I could take some, some time and replace the power cells. Um, but meanwhile, grit's like, <laughs> and grit runs up into the other ship. Uh, and looks around the the engines the engine uh generator is will need rebuilding it's fried uh, like all the solenoids are gone no on the other ship because they didn't know this was coming and so they didn't set their deflectors up and they had their ships ready to fly um and you look around and they're all fried you do see some nice stuff that's kind of sitting around that like with a little bit of fixing might be able to use this and you just like grab handfuls of it and you do see there is another e-web sitting in the back of one of the ships and a power (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) but now you have two two. (laughs) (laughs) so you go and you grab uh you grab all that loot the ship there's a there's a portable sound dampener there's a repulsion hoist. There's a bunch of uh, quick flash burning gel. And you you kind of scrounge through the coats and everything. And there's 1,200 credits uh, just kind of in loose chits that you find uh, when you kind of raid everything. I hope Kira's writing this down. <laughs> I was, I've got the quick flash burning gel. That's it. <laughs> What's that? There's a, a sound dampener. You can just like wear it on your belt and walk right. around. And uh, it's, it's hard Dope. to detect you. It dampens the sound. It's like... Um, okay. It's an external noise canceling set. Uh, yeah. Then there's a Model 40 field a repulsor hoist, which basically lets you lift up ships and stuff oh, and dope. check under yeah. them. Uh, and uh, yeah, just and then permanently you, yeah. tie the sound dampener to grit. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> like, not a bad idea. It hangs around him like a cowbell, yeah. but it does the opposite. So, so, so <laughs> you'll be on the ship, and then just all of a sudden there'll just be a giant Wookie behind you, and you didn't hear him coming. Oh, <laughs> oh man, oh, I don't like that. We need to check Teleport it out to behind you every time we go on a mission. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing personnel, kid. Invisible. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, you get the you get the e web. You load everything on, uh, and then you guys take off. I sabotage. Oh, hopefully not without me. Wait, wasn't there another <laughs> ship? Did we check the, out both ships? Yeah, from both ships. Okay. That's kind of what you find. One of them oh, has okay, e web. T- the other one had some of the stuff, and you check for both and find the credits. And we didn't see anybody left aboard there. So those were all like nope. the extra bounty hunters and shit, and Any- they came and rescued. 
Val, uh, uh, yeah, they, Falcon they, they, from our ship. Any yep. other bounties on their ship or info about bounties? or That would be on the computer, and the computer is not currently on because of... So I was... Okay, am I back in the ship yet? Yeah, I think I think Can if we started looting the ships, then we yeah, have told you it's safe to come back. Nah, I'm ready to go, boys. Let's go. Yeah. Let's move this narrative. <laughs> all right, uh, all right, all right. I power up the ship and I say, is everybody ready? I don't wait and I gun it. Got it. <laughs> you know, in like the like third episode, you were like, just so everybody knows, every time I start the I start the ship, I gun it just so I don't have to say it again. And it is the one thing that has been consistent in this podcast is that you will explain that you gun it before we can do anything. It's the one thing you yeah, consistently I mean, I'm want to say. Just saying that, that I, I take off without li- waiting. Um, yeah, it's time to go. Let's do it. I do. I do um, like that as like a catchphrase. Though. Are you ready? Gun it. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good to narrative victory <laughs> hey everybody it's drew how are you i hope you're doing well uh, a few updates number one we've got merch We've got a few things up right now and we'll have more very soon. Um, I'll link to the merch store in the show notes as well as on our Instagram and Twitter pages. So make sure to follow us there. Um, Speaking of Twitter, we've got this totally original idea that nobody has ever done before. Uh, We'd like you to use the hashtag fishful, fishful, fistful of destiny on Twitter (laughs) or tag us in an Instagram post uh, at fistful of destiny and we'll name an NPC after you. You will be forever immortalized in Fistful of Destiny canon, uh, and Todd will probably kill you off or something. I don't know. Um, so again, just use the hashtag Fistful of Destiny on Instagram or Twitter, not Fishful of Destiny. I'm not going to be checking that one. Uh, thanks once again to Travis Lee Eller for the use of his music. And this week's ad was made by our good friend Sean Taylor of the band The Angry Lisas. Uh, They've actually got an album coming out soon called Slate Violet, and you can pre-order that now at theangrylisas.com. You can also find them on Spotify, Apple Music, all that jazz. Uh, I'll drop some links in the show notes so you can get there easily. One last thing. If you are in the U.S., I would like to personally encourage all of you to head to vote.org. You can make sure your voter registration is active and accurate uh, or register to vote if you're not already. Deadlines are coming up quick in some states, so now is the time. All right. That's it for you. Have fun. Be safe. Bye, y'all. Dimbo's Market is here for you. We won't squeal about what you do. Dimbo's Market is in Stop on by, we got a deal for you. One, two, three, four. Come and check our wares. Our American Winston Bears will show you what you need. If you're gonna do a dirty deed, and if you check our prices, you still have credits for all your vices. Tell us about your grudges, cause you know we're not your judges. Come and bring your friends. We got suits for current trends. If you need a stim pack, bring your empty and get your bucks back. Dimbo's Market is here for you. We won't squeal about what you do. Dimbo's Market is in that booth. Come on by, we got a deal. Come on by, we got a deal. Come on by, we got a deal for you.
you guys burst out of that place. You don't have to think about it no more. It's gone. Uh, absolutely no consequences from everything that happened <laughs> on that planet. Everything is good, and peachy, and you're like, "Hey, exactly let's turn in this bounty." You contact Jan Armain, and she's like, "Hey, meet us on this nice starport." And you go to the starport, sit down, uh, talk with her. Uh, Erebus, do you go to this one too? No, I think I've had enough of my dealings with Jan Armain. Cool, nice. cool, 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 cool. So cool, you cool. go, uh, you go, you go, make a phone call. So, Canon, uh, uh, do you go also, Kira? Because now you have dealings with Dan Romain. Oh, that's right. I do. So I probably should, huh? <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Yep. Okay. Great, great, great. Uh, I so like you- wrap my hand around uh, like one of your little fingers and lead you. Like, <laughs> your you first have time like, with Jan Romain. I smack it. Do you have the monkey backpack on her with like the, the tether? So she's too far away. He can pull her back. I can walk my myself. I strap her to my shoulders and do acrobatics that uh, teach me the force. Oh, nice. I'm, a, I'm actually fine with that. Yeah. <laughs> I can uh, finally so get my you, acrobatics check. You go to the sit down. This is never going to happen. Uh, you go to the sit down and you're trying to squeeze Kira in is nervous to sit because it's kind of a, an odd, odd. Uh, um, it's an odd booth. Uh, go ahead and make an acrobatics check. <laughs> uh, simple difficulty. Oh my god. Okay. Are we? What's? Are we in like a, a restaurant or like in? It's like an old fifties diner. Uh, and you Wait, hear no. the old music in the background, and there's a lot of checkered um, space fifties. Space fifties. Yeah. It's, it's like it's it's like you look up and you're like based on the originals Dax Diner on Coruscant. And you're like ugh. <laughs> they're playing when they franchise uh, it really went downhill yeah and they're they're playing like space punk like or space 50s rock so there's there's no acrobatics uh, it's uh coordination <laughs> <laughs> after Which, all that yeah i know that's a real problem <laughs> so i don't know if you want to like cut that whole joke or leave it in <laughs> acrobatics or your regional equivalent like a coordination yeah coordination Okay, I can do that. Uh, what what shall I roll against? Uh, easy. Ooh, I succeed. Cannon slides in. Double there. succeed with an advantage. I sit down so good, so good. You slide <laughs> in. You sit right down next to Janor, and it almost like it's the power move. You kind of uh, put her off of her game, and she even says something first. Uh, <laughs> nice her. moves, dude. <laughs> she looks down. She says, "Is effective." Very good, but it was a spectacle. Uh, and she kind of turns a, a little data pad that she has towards you, and you see like surveillance footage of you, um, like and you're, like rocketing oh, no. up towards uh, a Vulcan and throwing Erebus <laughs> past him <laughs> as, oh, as no. they went towards the ship. And then it like, okay, shows but I you point guys. at that, and I'm like, well, that's very cool. <laughs> and it shows the three of you guys loading the three uh, slabs of carbonite. <laughs> And like trying to figure out how to stack them, uh, and, and it like zooms in on your faces on the platform. I shake my head and I just go, "I knew I should have wiped the footage." And um, and she says, "It looks like the systems went down, but for some reason, the only thing that was left on were the cameras and comms. It's like somebody wanted it to be recorded." I blush. Um. And uh, um, she says, thankfully, no one knows you work for us. 
And I want to keep it that way. That's why we're meeting here. No one comes in here anymore. And this like droid uh, um, waitress <laughs> oh. comes over and says, another side. Uh, and she's like, go. <laughs> and she just like waves her hand and he goes, okay, honey. And then like turns around and like uh, goes away. Um, Beautiful. She uh, she says, well, you made you made quite a quite an impression on the bounty hunter guild. Uh, and, uh, she, um, she pulls up like the next slide and there's like, um, 50,000 credit bounty on the group of you. <laughs> uh, I knew it. And you're like, oh crap. And, uh, it says, from uh, who? Vel- probably the guild themselves from the guild. And then it says Velkin Camor whereabouts still unknown. <laughs> uh, oh, I know where he's at. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we can, is there a bounty on him? We can turn him in. <laughs> she looks at you and she says, he's still alive. Well, last time I saw him. He's still alive. Well, if you make it back, the bounty will go down probably to 10,000. So it's in your best interest that he's still alive. He's still alive. He's probably still alive. <laughs> I actually don't care. <laughs> <laughs> she just kind of looks at the two of you and uh, um, just, she says, uh, Testo's been transferred. <sighs> Business is done for now. Great. Bye. And she she looks up at the guards and she says, Kira's that means very take nervous. them. And, and she, the, the guards come up and like manhandle grab you and like move you out and then set you down again. Uh, no, I don't Did let we- them. I, I go underneath them and sneak between their legs and leave. <laughs> Go ahead and make a acrobatics check. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, roll coordination. Uh, this one's gonna be hard because you're sitting in a booth and they're standing above you. Uh, two successes and three threat. You take three strain <laughs> as you drop down, and there's like gum and dust <laughs> on the ground, and it like sticks to your hands, and it's all sticky. Ah. Like soda's been there for a long time and dried. Uh, and you can even see like the orange of like the Gets orange all in soda, my fur. and like instantly when you drop down, you're like, oh, uh, and you scurry <laughs> out, but you leave like little paw prints everywhere, um, and it's really disgusting. You take three strain, ma'am. Your restaurant's disgusting. <laughs> I think as Kira was like dodging, uh, I, before I leave, I, uh, Cannon looks to Janor. You have another job for me. I'll let you know when we have another job. I think maybe we should let things cool down a bit. My family's still safe. We've taken 50000 off of your debt, though. You get results. I like that. All right, then. Cannon, I'm hungry! <laughs> Go deal with that. Cannon! Uh, I'm hungry! Don't bring her next time. <laughs> That makes sense. <laughs> and uh, you guys kind of leave the, the diner, walk back, uh, and uh, Erebos, uh, you get on the, the holonet, and you give an old familiar number a call. Jonik uh, is on the, the holo projector in front of you, uh, and you're talking with him. Uh, you always speak in code. What is it you say to him to let him know, hey, it didn't quite work out? <clears throat> My cat got out yesterday. (laughs) I haven't seen it yet. Your cat or some of the cat's babies? Just a few of the kittens. 
to be a return to the nest. It can be dangerous outside. Once they get out. I know. Huh. But they're really, uh, they're really hard to catch. <laughs> uh, they're a wonder. They're a wonder. It's good to see you, Erebus. You too. And then it clicks out. <laughs> you know cats don't live in nests, right? <laughs> Um, I'm just kidding. Lost cats do. (laughs) The cat nest was full of birds. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Uh, You know, he he repeated it twice. He said, uh, they're a wonder. They're a wonder. And whenever that happens, that's like a keyword to, to look up. So uh, you leave and you go back to the ship uh, and you open up a kind of a data pad, coded data pad that he's left, he left for you uh, and you type in wonder in it and it comes up with a couple sentences and it says, uh, you must seek the one called Mercury. It will help you head to the nightclub 13 wonders on Corson. Hmm. Going clubbing. Uh, you look at that and uh the rest of the the group has got back about the same time uh grit what did you do while they were kind of turning stuff not go into the meeting because they i'm not no but i'm outside guarding you're starting to get a little like you're starting to get a little bit of an adrenaline uh, because you're looking around and you're like, that was great. I need my another. <laughs> I need my another job. Like I got to do something else, something big. Uh, and you're yeah. you're aching to kind of use that new new wrench of yours. Um, <laughs> and yeah, it's it's starting to come over you about you you want it, you want some action. I know I can get the spin down right. <laughs> just gotta. <laughs> And aiming at targets. No, wait, hold is just on. Is lame. that is that wrench still just like covered in guns? You haven't fixed. You haven't changed it or removed them yet. Right, no, I'm, I'm just gonna buy a new gun then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, the group of you are back on the ship. Any time to go shopping? Yeah, yeah, plenty of time. What what kind of stores are around? You, this you don't have any pressing danger really, or like anything to do right. except you've got a bounty on your head. You're walking back to the ship and you're realizing, ah, I need a bunch of stuff, like a bunch of odds and ends, a bunch of power converters, power cells. And as you're walking back, uh, you look up and you see this place uh, and it says uh, Dimbo's Market. And you're looking at the the flashing neon sign um, done kind of in the retro style. Uh, you walk right in and this is a self-serve market. It looks like it's a, a smaller uh, installation like of like the machine. main chain. Yeah, it's like a big old vending machine. Like all of the walls are just kind of coated in those those like um, spiral curls things. And there's a whole bunch of like power cells and things kind of lined up, just kind of like a candy machine. Do they have armor that withstands uh, bears? There's an Ithorian uh, in the corner that's like banging on the machine. Damn, took my money, and then like hits it a couple times, um, and uh, finally like lodges it loose, and then kind of reaches his hand in and he pulls out this like it looks like a fusion rod or something, and uh, <laughs> walks out. Uh, Dope. Um, I so I already have a list of things that I'd like. It is almost all grenades. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bunch of really cool grenades, and I got a a, a, a vest that I'm just gonna fill full of grenades so that Kira can There's do a something machine. in combat. Uh, grenade you, machine, and you walk over to the grenade machine. Oh God, does it drop them down? Yeah. <laughs> oh no. And you you put in like 25 credits, and you hit the the number for it, 
and you see it moving forward and then one of the pins gets caught oh no as it like starts to 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 like pull out and then it like drops <laughs> it down into the into the bay what do you do so you're just going to kill me now uh what are you going to do well <laughs> what grenades were you going to buy so i was going to buy um 10 stun grenades 10 ion grenades and 10 hic mercy grenades Ooh, what does the HIC Mercy grenades do? More often called nightmare grenades in the criminal underworld, this emits a hallucinogenic gas that distorts perceptions, provokes uh, intense visual illusions, impairs memory, and creates intense feelings of paranoia and dread. Oh, cool. It's Scarecrow. Cool. Yeah, it's one of those. Uh, so, <laughs> what do you do? <laughs> Good choice. Good choice. <laughs> <laughs> boy okay um that is a great question <laughs> um uh what's the what's the default time on these how long do i have it's like like four seconds five seconds okay um i grab it and i throw it out the front door so you reach in really quick <laughs> and you grab it what the and f- i don't know man i'm not gonna to it. throw my body over it and you're holding on to it and, and roll for the, the part hasn't released, but you need to find the pin in like, okay, cool. Great. So you, you with one hand reach in and grab more credits <laughs> and stuff them in the machine <laughs> to try it and it spins and you try to knock down the pin. It almost gets it, but it doesn't quite dislodge it. You reach and you grab more credits. You put them in. Well, I was going to buy 10. So okay. That's- I just keep going on the ninth one. The pin drops and you reach in and your (laughs) hand just going through like a a, a grab bag of grenades trying to find the single pin (laughs) and not pull out one that's already in there. Uh, And and (laughs) you can't see when you're looking inside. So go ahead and do. um, mm, How do I carry all these grenades with a coordination check? (laughs) Okay, this one's going to be easy with two setbacks. Stop making me do cordon. I'm upgrading my coordination because I keep having to use it. I used it. I did use a destiny point for that one, to be fair. Okay. Well, straight failure, but two advantage. Oh, man. Uh, you, you can't find the pin. <laughs> hey, Grit. You're like, hey, Grit. Grit comes over. Hold this. None <laughs> yet. He just grabs onto it. Don't let go. And then, then Kira starts grabbing the different grenades out of the uh, the vending machine and throwing them in uh, um, like a cardboard box. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they've got boxes for us. I was also yeah. buying 10 stim packs. Buy um, 10, get what carrying case for free. Yeah. <laughs> and there's another carrying case dispenser that as soon as you buy the 10th one, it goes and drops one out. Um, do I get a, a premier ball? Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, you um, get a premier grenade. It's a, it's a mystery grenade. You're not sure what it is. <laughs> yes. Not sure what it does. It's, it's but for real though? Painted, it's, yeah, it's completely painted white and it's got a red ring around the middle of it. And you have no clue what it does. Is there like a grenade, like Goshapon machine or <laughs> or like a bubble gum, like where it goes down that track? Yep. Uh, yep. You know, that would be <laughs> that cool. That would be cool. No, that's at the mega store back on Coruscant. Oh, right. That's at yeah. the, the anchor store. There's a little hook yeah. halfway down the slide just for the tiny chance that it can pull <laughs> that pin. <laughs> also, <laughs> it's usually safe. <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't know if you knew this, but mystery dum-dums are like two, like one batch going into the other batch. So it'd be cool if the mystery grenade oh, was right, uh, during that. Yeah. Two, two grenades. This is half shockwave and half nightmare poison. <laughs> Have fun. It's shrapnel um, and it's ion. <laughs> so Grit, you are now holding a nightmare grenade with no pin. Is there... There's no pin anywhere. Uh, go ahead and do a perception check. And this one's going to be easy with two setbacks because you are holding a grenade. <laughs> but actually, no, it's not. It's going to be one setback because this is what you live for. No, it's okay. <laughs> no, this is what you live for. This is your personality. You're loving this. Yeah. Yeah. You almost like, don't want to find the pin, though. So, yeah, two setbacks. Uh, I rolled two success and an advantage you look over and you see the pin uh in the bottom part of the machine akira's little hands didn't reach far enough to grab it though i I grab it with my other paw Mm -hmm. and i swallow it (laughs) (laughs) wait (laughs) uh you grab it and you swallow it and then you smile and you start you start uh guys uh, i can't find it walking I can't find the pin for this nightmare grenade. I toss it up in the and air. everyone in the store looks at you and goes, ah, 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 and like runs out. I'm like hot potatoing uh, it and like grabbing it and clutching the. So the, is this like a gas grenade? It doesn't make a huge sound when it goes off. It just kind of starts dispersing. Yeah, I, I would assume that the gas is a little bit rapid in its expansion, sure. though. So it's not kind of like a slow smoke grenade. It's just kind of like a it's like a smoke bomb, like a ninja smoke bomb. Right. Grit. Drop it in the trash can. Let's go. And I run. Oh, my God. We are the bad guys. Great. What am I supposed to do? Eat it? You look over and you actually see a shoot. And it's called grenade disposal shoot. <laughs> <laughs> this uh, piques your interest. Kira, go hold up on that shoot door. Is there like a Grit, sh- Don't jump down this shoot. Yeah, it's just a- like it's just like a thing you pull out from the wall and then it's just got a shoot where like you can drop something shoot? down in. Yeah, like a laundry shoot, but it's small. Uh I, I already ran away, so Grit, do what you want. Can I like prop it open and then take a step back and yell, Obi <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> Obi uh, Perfect. Uh go ahead and make a coordination check. You're gonna sound so cool. Yeah. Against like just I'm guessing. Why did you have to make this difficult? Bonkers easy, right? It's easy. It's easy. It's just easy. I mean, this is the kind of shit that happens when we start off with all uh, dark, dark side, side points. Hey, all dice cancel oh, out. No, you, you toss uh, it and you're showboating. Uh, <laughs> and it hits the side. You're like, oh, 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 and then it goes almost tip in and then tips out the side and falls on the ground. And you just run. It accidentally goes into the chute marked like toys for tots. <laughs> <laughs> I made it clear that I ran away. I am go- long gone. Um, you run, and uh, <laughs> there are um, there is no one left in the store right now. And then you run out and you hear this <laughs> from the inside. And then you look and he goes, there's he, this. Ro- he walks out and he goes, do not go in there. <laughs> <laughs> there's this um, this mother and son Rodian uh, and they're walking oh. towards it and they're like, oh, are you sure you know which blaster you want? Uh, and you see it's this the family from the resort. <laughs> <laughs> do you do you caution them against this? 
of against going in? Yeah. I, I, okay. I say what I say. Do not go in there. <laughs> <laughs> nice. and, and you reach up and you like grab the the like the mall barricade thing and you like pull the barricade down, <laughs> um, and then you kind of like walk away. Uh, the group of you get oh, back uh, gets back to the ship. Um, Erebus and Cannon, your very um, somber business uh, arrangements have been uh, done, and you're kind of sitting back, kind of like solemnly in the crew area and then Kira and Grit walk in with uh, smiles on their faces <laughs> and a box full of grenades yep. <laughs> uh, while we're on this planet can we uh, ditch that other carbonite person or wh- wherever we are right now can, what about the <laughs> just like, I don't know if that's a good idea in the garbage like at tilted like sitting well, I was thinking more like sell him to like Dimbo or something I don't know well so it is a bounty to the guild, but you're currently wanted by the guild. So yeah. Take our chances. Can we do like a under the can table, we? like, we'll give it to you, you can sell it to them, like. Disguises. Hi, my name is Frit. Yeah, we could <laughs> put like a, we can like carve into the carbonite, like, you know, four Velkin, you know, two Velkin heart. Send credits um, to this Bitcoin address. Um, this poor guy. So, I mean, you could. Uh, he'd probably give more credits to you if you just thought him out. Um, Why wouldn't we have turned in both bounty? Would the Crimson Dawn only take the one? Crimson yeah. Dawn doesn't give yeah, they don't care about them. about this random bounty. They want well, their, their contact back. Totally. I thought maybe they would handle the uh, rep. I thought they might like to make some money. Uh, if you wanted to, it will take one point of uh of obligation and they'll take care of it for you they'll clean it what no just throw them in the garbage (laughs) you have paid back five (laughs) with this job by the way i paid back five obligation yep you the group as a whole got five obligation to the bounty hunters guild erebos you paid back two obligation for your lost two because two escaped (laughs) well it would have been five (laughs) all right cool cool oh you paid back three so you're at 17 unfinished business um, you paid back five cannon to the Crimson Dawn, but you got five bounty from the Bounty Hunters Guild. Uh, the group did, sorry. <sighs> so, or you could just leave it on the docking pad. Yeah, I don't. No, no, yeah, I, I, I want to care about this guy. I want to use him I, for the bounty. Just guild leave him leverage. in the ship. Or you, or oh yeah, just haul him around. Just, yeah, it's yeah. Not, we don't. We don't have to do anything. He's not really taking up any space. Yeah, he's I, just a mining guild guy that's wanted by uh, an Imperial because he slept well, with the Imperial's wife. If, yeah, yeah so, I'd rather I mean, use him if Velkin ever guy. turns up and like makes our bounty maybe a little cheaper. Then maybe we can just use him to leverage our way out of the uh, bounty guild's crosshairs. Yeah, dope. I not to Bogart any more time, but I'd like to check out this droid. Oh yeah. Hey Grit, you want to help me check out your new droid? Yeah. Let's do it. Okay, uh, this one's gonna doing? be hard. And the droid is in a state of completely dis- disrepair. Right. So I uh, so I do what I need to do to get it started up first. Okay. Uh, so yeah, this is gonna be a hard uh, mechanics check, and I'll take about a hundred credits worth of uh, parts. Yeah. Five successes and an advantage. Excellent, uh, Kira. You wrench on that thing. You pull out like you you split out all the parts and stuff. Uh, and then you start rebuilding things. You're like, okay, first thing we got to do is is you know do the brain. So you pull out, pull out the the brain and you 
completely rebuild it, new circuits, new wiring. Mm, um, everything looks looks good. But you you do you leave the memory banks intact or do you do you wipe? Definitely. Them? No, I'm not okay. gonna wipe anything yet. Cool. Uh, and you, you no, that's I go I go to wipe it and grit goes no. <laughs> uh, you power on the droid uh, and it takes a second uh, to to boot up and then it finally comes online uh, and then the head kind of spins around and looks like towards the two of you. Hello, hello there. And you hear this beep boop beep boop boop. Grit, does your translator work the other way? Beep beep boop pop beep boop. <laughs> And you hear you hear the Wookiee like growl, and the translator goes beep 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 beep, and then says something. Nice. And then the droid uh, says something, uh, and as soon as the droid says something, your translator uh, pops out, and it actually says something in in kind of your voice <laughs> uh, back to you. Greetings, I'm three CIO. Hello, three CIO. What's your story? And then you you hear it say, <laughs> "Come down here, I can fix you." And then you see like the uh, the the remote come down, and then a, a tiny like it's all rusted and stuff, but it's a, one of the little tools comes out and like connects in and starts moving around on the remote. The translator. Yep. And you you hear the voice kind of, <laughs> and then the remote kind of floats up again. Does it change your voice at all, or does it stay the same? My grits. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go Australian, yeah. mate. All right. Good eye, C one three O. Three C one O. I don't think I remember your name, uh, right? Great, your voice has changed. What are you talking about, mate? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Rick, I yep. I uploaded personality profiles. If you don't like it, you you can change it. I've heard a lot of personalities, a lot of words. I, I don't know if I like this. <laughs> Kira's just freaked out. Okay, well, grit. If you're happy with it, that's fine. Um. So, Mr. Droid Man, woman, Mr. Droid Person, Droid, Mr. Uh, hey, Droid. <laughs> you can call me whatever you want. I'm genderless, but I'll respond anything. And your name's 3CIO. 3CIO, pleased to meet you. Pleased to meet you as well. Do you have anything you want me to fix or, or do for the ship? I love uh, fixing stuff. Does it have a restraining bolt already? Uh, No, it doesn't. Okay, because I do have one, so I should probably put it in this droid. Should you? Yeah. And I make it. I make it follow commands from all four of us. That seems okay. the yeah. So you're like, I'm gonna put a restraining bolt on you. <laughs> oh, restraining bolts! I understand. That's not slavery at all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a prisoner with a job. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus! I. Okay, I'm not gonna worry about the restraining bolt. You're right. We'll see what happens. Oh, you don't. Um, no. Uh don't say it like that. <laughs> <laughs> this is a droid with very old programming. And right. droids are impossible to read. <laughs> they don't, it, when they lie to you, it does not sound like they're lying to you. It right. just sounds like they're saying words because they don't yeah. have emotions. And so you don't know what this droid is capable of or doing, uh, but it's completely up to you. Like it's and an old droid with an old personality. Story. You're totally right. Okay. Yeah. And I don't want it to harm us or anything. So. But I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to push you on either way. But no, the older no, no, a droid you, is, the more personality it develops and the more right. individualism it develops. And we so, don't know his, what this droid's motives are. Yet, or who owned so, it? What if it brings right. Revan so, to us? It is <laughs> yeah. good. Idea. That's what I'm saying. Right. Dude. Yeah. Uh, I'm not wiping its memory. It? I'm just making sure it doesn't harm us. Um, oh yeah, sure. 
Yeah. Uh-huh. So yeah, I I bought I bought a restraining bolt with my original hundred credits, and I've been waiting to use it. So <laughs> yep. yeah, now's the time. Let's do yep. it. Yep. And it's not like you're hurting it or anything. It just it it's just restricting yeah. certain subroutines that it can't execute, which could yeah. be executing people. <laughs> so keep telling ourselves that literal execution. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Stopping uh, the, the opinions so. expressed in this podcast are not shared by all of the podcasters. <laughs> Free droids. Do I need uh, to make a check for that? Uh, no, it actually has to make a check. Oh, all secure. Works Whoa. perfectly. Uh, you click it on and you believe it has secured it and worked perfectly. Don't say you believe. Well, you do. You do believe that. Right. <laughs> For the audience at home, the droid got five successes and one threat. So the restraining bolt has not inhibited Against it. my mechanics or just it? No, it, it's just, just a, it's a flat check. check. Great. Well, that was fun. Uh, glad you're part of the team. Glad you're part of the team. I like teams. I'm a good team member. Great. What's my job? Uh, you know what? I'd love if you could just go around, see if you can find anything that needs fixing, and uh, do some fixing. I'll give you a status report in 15 minutes. And it just that goes sounds great. Off, and it starts checking things. Since you got that bolt on, I'll give you full access to everything <laughs> in the ship. Its head turns back. Huh, try and stop me from getting full access, silly. <laughs> and then it goes off. <laughs> Uh, I just look at grit and I go, oh boy, dude, where is cannon and all this? Uh, You're just standing. You're standing there still dejected when happy Kira and grit come back. I can't wait to fix the droid. And then they go in and you hear this going on in the hallway and you're like kind of in your bunk. You're just like, (laughs) yeah, do you get out out of your bunk at any point and go out? I think once cannon hears Full access. Uh, he's not psyched. Oh, man, uh, I was just making a joke for the podcast. You're, but you're now, like reading. You're reading it. like a hollow book, and you're like, nope, nope. Yeah. <laughs> you no, he the, does. He he heads to the shop that Kira's work. I don't know exactly where it's you like set up shop. Since actually, Kira. Art of War because you're edgy. <laughs> um, yeah, I always exactly. pictured that I worked on everything in my my own little bunk area. Mm. Well. Unless it's been established that you're pretty messy, and so yeah. there's stuff kind of scattered everywhere. So this is just your droid repair messy, corridor. I am messy in my own spaces, not other people's spaces. Uh, <laughs> not in <laughs> their character bunks, choice I've made. But the entire ship is your ship. Like you, you've taken ownership of it. And so when you're fixing a compartment, Kira's you don't take that worst. compartment out and move it someplace else. else. You yeah. like fix it in that compartment. And so the the spots Kira where sounds all the like some of Drew's stuff. roommates. <laughs> <laughs> old roommates uh you guys heard gm railroad me into being messy so you can't get yes. about it that's not how there's I a lot of real things life. i'm okay with but messy is not one <laughs> like i'll i'll enslave this droid but i am not messy i respect boundaries i will put a restraining bolt on but i will not make a mess in somebody else's domicile <laughs> um all right well Everything's a big mess then, and it's fine. Um, okay. Anyway, so Cannon does approach. Uh, the I'm door going slides open right now to change the permissions as you walk in. Sure. Uh, <laughs> There's just this slider, and it just says "Allow all," and you're reaching up to, <laughs> to move it over. <laughs> Slide to unlock. Yep. Uh, so it opens. <laughs> okay. Uh, full access. Yeah, man. I I put a restraining bolt on it. It's fine. Restraining bolt. What do you think a restraining bolt does? 
it now recognizes um, us. I'm going to use a dark side point. Oh, you communicate what a restraining bolt does, and that actually satisfies your curiosity, Cannon. You're like, oh, that actually sounds pretty good. That sucks, <laughs> dude. Character so hard. Hey, That's hey, right. destiny points are powerful. Yeah, yeah. So can we can we at least try to play that out narratively? Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, uh, I it's a restraining bolt. I've actually had it for a long time. I've been looking forward to using it. I give it that. I tell it to listen to us. I tell it not to do anything to harm us and uh, send it on its merry way. And we've got nothing to worry about. Do you trust this restraining bolt? With every fiber of my being, I promise you. All right, then. All right. Could you just be careful, please? Of you course. Can't, can't always trust droids. And I slide to unlock. <laughs> nice. Uh, you slide to, to unlock, and you hear the droid buzzing around. And in about 15 minutes. Uh, do you guys take off uh, going somewhere? I gun it. <laughs> um, Sorry. No. So, um, so great. You're on the bridge and you're yeah, sitting maybe. down and you're going to plot your course to Corson. Do you uh, do you call for the droid to help you astrogate? No, I'm strong in my astrogation. But is that specifically <laughs> what he's for? If he's specifically it's literally an astromech he's, droid, he's an astro. Then yeah, droid. yeah, totes. Okay, cool. So uh, you get on the com. Uh, three CIO to the bridge. Uh, three three CIO to the bridge. <laughs> three CIO, mate. Come on to the bridge. <laughs> and you you see the three CIO uh, like come in, uh, and uh, right before he does, you get kind of the update of of all of the ship stuff that needs kind of repair and looking at. And he notes all of the stray stuff as like like uh, OSHA violations, like slipping hazards and stuff that's all over the <laughs> corridors that you've left. Um, and you see the report come up and it comes up on everybody's data pad and Canon, you're kind of looking through it and you're like, oh, <laughs> like, like looking through like, oh, this is useful. Go figure. I see this come up on my data pad and I just mutter, what a rat. <laughs> Snitch. <laughs> so the, the astromech comes up on the on the ship, and the little thing comes out, and it hooks into the ship, and um, you you like punch in the coordinates, and you look at the astrogation map, and it is like it's got some weird places on the map, like some weird places you've never heard of, and it is way outdated. Astral drift has not been oh. kind to this this star chart. So, so you go in and you try to update the star charts uh, to the like current stuff. Uh, so, do an astrogation check, and it will be hard. Um, you can you can use the ranks or the intelligence of the droid, which are both four. So, what's your intelligence? Your intellect? Mine is three. Okay, what's your ranks in astrogation? Uh, none. Okay, so you can use the four <laughs> ranks in the droid's astrogation uh, as your ranks. So you'd roll Whoa. three yellows and a green. This was a great purchase. <laughs> <laughs> Can I aim my astrogation? <laughs> no. <laughs> so we rolled together. We rolled two success and one advantage. So you successfully updated the star charts to kind of the new version. Some of the planets um, like couldn't get reconciled between the new star charts and the old star charts because who knows what black holes pulled them where and like stellar phenomenon and stuff. So some of them are kind of lost, but most of them are all still intact and fine. Uh, and you plot a course to, uh, to Corson and it goes pretty flawlessly. Uh, Can you throw and a time- joke real quick? Can you throw a joke in there about the archives being incomplete? I just need it in there somewhere. <laughs> the, the, the droid looks at your face uh, 
and and you're <laughs> he's like um hey where where's this camino system a camino <laughs> system it doesn't exist in our archives <laughs> and Therefore, you're like it does not it exist <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's you grit telling it to him and and he's like oh okay and he just purges camino <laughs> from the archive <laughs> uh Right before we take off, I turn to 3C and I say, hey, 3C, you're ready to be part of the team? And I floor it. <laughs> Boy, am I. Uh, you floor it and uh, the, <laughs> it pulls out of the socket and it starts going backwards. And you're, you've got like the astrogation, in, but it was a live connection. And you're like, oh, crap. And you're trying to like reroute stuff to make sure you had. It's like pulling the USB when it's like 99%. <laughs> I'm still laughing like, the I get whole the time. Did I get the file? <laughs> Did I not get the file? The last like jump is still being like transferred over and you have to like manually connect the dots so that the jump is actually intact as you're like snaking up the chain. um, And you're like, oh, 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 okay. We won't Um, probably won't end up in the middle of a planet or anything. No. Oh, you guys appear out of hyperspace above Corson. Uh, Corson is on not kind of an even axis. And so there's a portion of the the planet that stays dark like constantly. Is that the part we're going to? Yeah, <laughs> man. Uh, you're headed to a, a, a place called District City uh, and you slowly come down towards District City and uh, there is a uh, the District City. District, we District City. City. We District City. It's always Dist- dark. Okay, well, we all got that part down. Anybody want to try to do the next part? or You get a communication from landing platform uh, 44, and it uh, communicates to you that it's 500 credits to land, um, but that's a flat fee. You can leave the ship there as long as you want. We land on platform 44. <laughs> so you transfer 500 Dope. credits. Yeah, there's music blasting in the cockpit, and you guys are like, man, yeah, yeah. Five hundred credits and, for the ship. Fun. Yep. Okay. Five hundred credits. Uh, you land in a very, very nice uh, like landing platform. It kind of like opens from the top, and you you land down. Uh, go ahead and make a. It's easy. It's actually easy. And there's there's a pilot assist navigation that like tells you exactly where it is. They have beacons that tell you exactly how your ship is level and everything. And like the auto computer just takes care of it completely you're keeping your hands on the controls just in case but it's flawless like it's a very good system lands you down perfectly and uh you guys get oh they got a real good system here (laughs) uh you get out of the ship and there's a um an android that's uh, approaching you and the bottom half of the head is like humanoid skin uh, sort of metallic but the top half is a, a hollow projector and there are three like uh, arabesque characters that are being projected up that kind of form the face so you see like two characters it's very basically weird an emoji face <laughs> um, and you see like two characters for the eyes and one character for the mouth does it go ooh woo ooh woo Yes. Yes, it does. <laughs> Great. So it's three Arabish characters that kind of form almost like an ASCII face. Like it looks like an emoji. <laughs> and it cycles uh, between blue, purple, and red. Uh, and it, it kind of approaches, uh, walks uh, pretty normally, but des- definitely has a weird gait. Um, kind of comes close to you and says, Your ship is safe in my hands. It will be magnetically locked in the ship vault. Platform 44 the scanner just like hits all of you real quick and it says 
The ship has now been biolocked to the four of you. Uh, do you take the droid with you or do you leave the droid on the ship? I say we take it. I, I was going to say both we of those options. I say we leave <laughs> it. That's the <laughs> So we leave it to look after the ship. Yeah, okay. I don't want to be in charge of a stupid droid. I mean, a great droid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, cool. We we leave it on the ship. Cool. We leave it on the ship. It goes in a kind of like power down mode. The, the android says, your ship is safe in my hands. Don't worry. It's been bio-locked to the four of you. Thanks, and, Sheila. Uh, he he kind of turns <laughs> and and like puts his hands out uh, towards the the door. And as you guys kind of walk towards it, you see your your whole ship kind of like the platform uh, detaches and the whole ship kind of lifts up, spins to its side and like slides down. Whoa. And you look down and you see it going into this. Um, it's kind of like a cartridge of just a bunch of other ships. And it just kind of slides in. It's like a vertical parking lot. Uh, it slides in and uh, like it's like you dropped your nope. ship off at the dry cleaners and it goes <laughs> into the thing and then and then the the top part of it like shuts. Wasn't there like a Hot Wheels set that did that? <laughs> like you could like wash your Hot Wheels yeah, doing exactly. that. Yeah, yeah. I'm That's pretty not where sure, this came dude. from. Lies, oh, yeah. lies. <laughs> <laughs> All my plots just come from like '90s action figure commercials. Yeah, <laughs> oh, and then you guys break through a bunch of blocks. Uh, <laughs> and then there's a bunch of street sharks. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's a loop de loop. <laughs> hey, Erebos, lead the way. Uh, yeah, you walk out and you're on this platform. It's raised. It's uh, raised up in the air, and there's several uh, speeders that are kind of hitting the platform. And instantly, you kind of recognize like the the bright neon lights of the city and the, the kind of the dark cityscape um and, and you see the the lines of of speeders and stuff just kind of moving around and hear that kind of dull roar of the city sound um i have equipped myself okay so cool. i got rid of some of my stuff and then uh, equipped some of my new grenades oh cast okay. impact grenade cool very cool. Okay, so uh, you, yeah, you all kind of walk out there, and you're looking at the curb, and there is uh, three uh, people that start walking towards you. Uh, one is a very large alien, kind of has a, a weird, like metallic sheen, but he's pretty slow. There's a human, and then there's a, a moderately sized Everonian that are kind of like quick walking towards the group of you, and one of them says, "Hey, hey, I saw him first. And the the metal one like slows down and just kind of like puts his hands on his knees as he is kind of lost in the dust as the other two run towards you. Then the Deveronian is considerably faster than the human and the human pulls out of the small glass data pad, hits a few buttons on it and there's a couple droids that are kind of flying by and then they just stop and they turn and bright lights start flashing on them and then they as they come over towards one of the speeders and he yells back at the Deveronian. He's like, hey, Kaylor, you're double parked again. And he looks back and he starts running back towards the speeder. He's like, damn you, Val. <laughs> uh, and he's like, hey, hey, come on. I'm not parking. I'm picking somebody up. And he like, don't scan my card. And he's like blocking the, the code to scan on the front of his speeder. The human comes up to you and is kind of out of breath. Uh, and he's like, hey, Welcome to District City. Uh, going somewhere? I'm your man. Good eye, mate. Uh, we're here looking for a 13 Wonders Bar, I think. 13 Wonders? <laughs> okay, well, I haven't heard that in a while. I can take you on the whole the whole historic tour. Uh, okay. 
No. All right, come on. All no, right. no, 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 no. <laughs> I think we're in a hurry. Yeah, if you need a place to go, I'll take you. They call me a facilitator. I'm not just a driver. You need something, I'll get it for you. You want to go someplace? I'll get you there. You're I'm not your a cop, man. are you? If you're a cop, you have to tell us. <laughs> no, not a cop. No. no, it's true. It's entrapment. If you don't, do I look like corpse? <laughs> Come on, I don't. I don't work for them. All corpse are bastards. Nailed it. <laughs> it's like, all right, come on, let's get in. And uh, he runs over to his speeder and he like, uh, uh, do you have any like luggage or anything with you? Or is it just the stuff so. you have on? Just Kira. No. Just, just the I'm duster. just loaded down with grenades. <laughs> just the duster. Nice. You're just like armed to the teeth. <laughs> you're just like trying to get in. Like there's a grenade like sitting right by everybody's like. No, I, you can't. I've hidden them away as well as I can. So, yeah, the the group of you kind of uh, stuff yourselves into the the speeder and he kind of whips it on and takes off into the street. Uh, And as it's going, he's like constantly looking around like behind (laughs) him, like not looking at the road like one bit. Um, But he is like he is completely in control. Like he's like jerking the wheel back and forth and going around other speeders and going up around them. And he's like, so uh, you guys new to District City? Nah. Yeah, you could say that. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I've never okay. been here. You know, I can understand it. You guys want to keep all your business to yourself, and I completely understand that. You know, I'm a private man myself. Don't really like to talk about myself, about what I do, where I go, all the things I get myself into. You know, it's a lot. But um, <laughs> so tell me about your life. <laughs> what do you do? Where do you go? Well, I drive the cab and I get things for people. I uh, They pay me for it. You guys can. You can get in on that business, too. If you want something, I can get it for you. If you want to go to a place, I can get you there. And he pulls out a, a little kit and he's like, here's my card. You can always call me. Just tap twice and I'm there. And he I, like hands it, it to somebody that takes it. Okay. To Kira. Yeah. Uh, and he says, so uh, you want to head to the 13 Wonders, right? Uh, old Lucky 13. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. So, you know, it's we haven't taken people on that route in a while it, it, there's um oh you know, are you scared can you no. do it or not <laughs> well yeah i can take you there like yeah but just so you know i mean it's it's kind of uh old legend district kind of a myth you know people don't go there like i could take you to the spots but uh like you know it hasn't been a tour strapped in a long time it's real obscure stuff yeah it's like my granddad's area, but I'll take you there. And uh, he's like, you know, it's do fun. I can can I do some? I do I think he's bluffing or trying to convince us? Ooh, can I do some sort of check to see if he's? Yes, you may. Okay, you bastard. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, go ahead and do 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 do, do a check yeah. of some kind. Insight's not a thing, huh? No. What's uh, the opposite of deception? Inception. <laughs> uh, I think it would be uh, streetwise. Yes, actually, a hundred percent. Yes, yeah. I'm not good at that. Why did I say that? <laughs> all right, um, streetwise check. Somebody can boost you. You guys are all in the car at the same time. If somebody wants to help, they can. Yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm pretty. Me. I'm pretty good at the streetwise. Okay, you could roll it, and then Kira could help you. Yeah, let's do that. So I, I give Erebus a look. Like, I don't know about this guy. What do you think? Mm-hmm. I'll let you know what I think or your one second. <laughs> I got two advantage and uh, overall failure. So Erebus, uh, you look at this driver and you're trying to like sum him up 
and you get a feeling that he's being pretty sincere, but you you don't know. It's really hard to tell because he's he he's either hiding it really well, like you just don't know. Like he's a fast talker and he's he's thrown a lot of stuff around. He could be the scum of the earth and he could be a, a smooth guy. You're not you're not getting a read on him, basically. Uh, Erebos gives me a little bit of some sort of affirmative signal, I'm guessing, and I just go, okay. It's kind of a shrug. Right. That's what he would give you from this. Like, <laughs> mm, I don't know. <laughs> All right. So, you know, it's a fun story, though. You know, uh, ooh, Tony set off Fanic Tau or something like that. It's entry to those worthy in blood, you know. <laughs> They're coming all around, throwing throwing coins in the the plasma stream. Is this guy saying real words. <laughs> it's uh, it's the old legend. You you throw your you throw your uh, your blood on a coin in the plasma stream, and you get visited in a night by by the unknown courier, and they take you to the the thirteen wonders. It's a popular terrorist ter- tourist <laughs> trap. They uh, oh, no. they they love it. <laughs> and the uh, the ship uh, slows and comes down, and you see this large um, power relay, and it's this uh, circle sphere. There we go. That's word. It's a big sphere, and it's circular glass. sphere. <laughs> circular sphere. Um, Square cube. Oval sphere. So the there's a charge kind of on the inside, and it looks like this red, like arcing lightning, and it gets bigger and bigger, and looks like it's a nebula growing, and then it gets to kind of critical mass, and then it flashes, and there's large tubes that are also glass that are connected to all four sides of it, and the arcs shoot out from that, and that kind of red pulsing nebula shoots through them, and then goes down under the the city core. And that arc and it happens pretty, pretty often and it's not super loud, but you can kind of hear of it happening kind of in the distance and it does illuminate kind of the landscape. When it oh, does, you guys seeing this thing? Uh-uh. Look at it. It's so cool. Why did I start doing this accent though? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you guys Somebody, seeing this? Look at it. You, I hit, I hit Kira's translator. <laughs> <laughs> This is the thirteenth wonder. Well, no, this is uh, this is the place you know that you. T- you- <laughs> Why did it? It's infectious. <laughs> it's infectious. <laughs> I mean, you were kind. Of, I think I did it because you were kind of already doing that. Yeah, this is a place. This is where you know you you put your blood on the coin and you toss it in. It's it's down a little bit though. It's not right here on the outside. I cut my palm. Um, I was about to stab you. Oh, <laughs> do it. Cut that out. Stab me. Uh, okay, I, I stab grit in the palm. <laughs> Just a little. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, you ouch, stab, you ouch, stab grit in the palm. Uh, grit, you're now bleeding. <laughs> uh, I put a credit of mine in his palm. Hey, blow and, uh, and he a looks, blood, he looks back. He's like, hey, hey, no, that's not the thing. You don't throw it in that. You got to go downstairs. What are you doing? You're bleeding all over, all over my speeder. We're, we're just prepping. Uh, <laughs> Jeez, Gotta you people ready. are hardcore. Okay, and, I, uh, I slap his cheek like the, softly. You know how they do it in the movies? I'm like, it's okay, bub. <laughs> <laughs> you have blood all over his face now. <laughs> um, there's a burst of of, uh, of red like particles, and you look up and you see a bunch of silhouettes now around the speeder. And he kind of turns and he looks and he sees him too. How many times can we say silhouette? In <laughs> and it. <laughs> Uh, you see a bunch of uh, outlines of figures, uh, dark figures, and he he looks and he sees them too, and he says, 
Oh, crap. Oh, and second thought, you know, maybe we don't want to stop here. There's a, you know, a bunch of stem heads. And he goes and he goes to, like, pull the, the controls up. And uh, you feel, like, the ship, like, stressing to go up. He's like, oh, shav it. We're tethered. Um, Okay. You know, I got you into this. I'll get you out. Don't worry. I got this. Uh, and he reaches to, like, his uh, his steering column. And he, like, puts his hand in a specific spot. And you see, as he does, like, there's little illuminated characters that come there. And then it's, it flips around. And there's a really nice-looking silver and blue blaster. And he grabs it. And he, like, tucks it in his back. He's like, okay. All right. I got this. Uh, and he, like, steps out of it. He kind of puts his hands up. And you hear this voice, hey, Gok Jockey, you got some nice bursting bags of credits in that speeder, prime gawkers. And uh, he, he reaches back and he pulls the, the blaster out and he like aims it at him. And he's like, all right, li- listen up, stemheads. You take one more step and I'll fill your skull with something other than Shavit. And he takes like a shot uh, uh, near nearby them. And like as soon as the blaster shot goes out, they just kind of scatter and run off. And then he turns and he kind of leans his head in the side of the speeder. And he's like, welcome to District City. And he takes the blaster and like puts it back uh, into his back through his belt. Nice job, buddy. Good job. Yeah. They uh, they scare easy, but, you know, they're hard to take down those stem heads. Um, All right. Come on. uh, I can point you out to it, but I don't really want to leave the speeder here. You might have to, you know, find the release too. wait here. Okay. All right. Uh, once you hit the release, here's my uh, here's my comlink code, and uh, you sent comlinks. Uh, and he uh, he says, it "Just I'll, I'll know when the the grav locks down. You, uh, I'll just I'll just hover up ahead, and when you need evac, you just let me know, and I got you. Okay, I got you. You're the man. Okay, mate. And uh, he, uh, you guys, kind of get out, and he like shuts the door and is like holding his blaster." Uh, you go, you walk over and there's this, uh, this lift and you guys all kind of stand on the lift and you hit a couple buttons and then the lift just kind of descends down one level uh, and you guys walk off of it and then the lift goes back up and you are in this burned out corridor and you see a bunch of people, uh, stem addicts and spice addicts just kind of like sitting in the halls in this area and you look down the corridor and there's stairs that go down at the end, and there's this one room on the left, and you can see these bright flashes coming from underneath. We wonder, oh crap, this isn't the 13 Wonders. What the hell have we gotten ourselves into? 